0: people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round, get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on, cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah.
1: Everybody. Welcome to Smut Club. Welcome. I'm Chelsea. I'm Hannah.
2: Um, uh. <laughs> we haven't, like, I feel like the, Like, the intro wasn't even done. It wasn't even like a, and this is where we talk about the trashy romance novels we read and day drink. Yeah. Well, because we need to, because these books are crazy. It was literally, I'm Chelsea, I'm Hannah. Oh. I'm like, do we need to change our names? What's wrong? (laughs) No, I
1: was just thinking about Sugar Daddies,
2: which is the Um, book we're
1: reviewing today.
2: Not your Sugar Daddy. just
1: Sugar Daddies by Jade West. Not the candies. Right. And not just the one. There's more than one. Ooh, reverse harem? Not really. We'll get it. We'll get it.
2: You're it's, like, Chelsea, don't ruin this book already. We haven't even started.
1: Yeah. So, this book is, um, uh, has enjoyable moments. <laughs> However, I didn't
2: particularly like the story. Are you going to make me wish I could drink alcohol? Yes. During, the, okay. Probably. Um, so Sugar Daddies by Jade
1: West. Yes. So, we have two points of view that happen here. Okay. Um we open with Carl. Carl is uh with Rick who is his boyfriend and they are discussing a potential match from a sugar daddy site that they have been advertising on. So
2: like they are seeking a sugar daddy? No, they
1: are seeking a sugar baby. Okay. Yes.
2: They are the daddies. They
1: are the daddies. Oh, fuck. Um okay. so Mhm. So um There's all this illusion discussion around they're looking for someone to take both of them at once. We don't know exactly what that means, but we also know what that means. So they've (laughs) been—
2: There's only so many options of what that— Yep. Mm -hmm. There's only so many holes.
1: And all of them are relevant. (laughs) So— Sorry.
2: (laughs) No hole is off limits in Mm. Sugar Daddies.
1: So— They've been trying for a really long time. And Carl is like, this is the last time. Like, this is the last time we're doing this. I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this anymore.
2: Um, Like, try and find a match? Yeah. Okay.
1: And Rick is, like, super sweet Um, and super eager. And Carl is... He's a lot more reserved, and he's like, just because you like this one and you sh- say she's different, you've said that about the last six. Like, this is not different. Okay. Like, so there's also some funky, like, allusion to that there's something else that they want from this woman, but they agree they're not going to tell her what that is for six months. Okay. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. So <laughs> Katie is the girl. So they're looking at her message. They're looking at her photos. And Rick is um, like, no,
2: this one is different.
1: Yes. Okay. And she is different in that when they matched, um, she did send a few photos, but she didn't send any any nudes at all. She just said, I saw your um ad, I guess, or your your profile. Um Uh, I've always fantasized about being with two men. I really want to try. I've never done it before. She's a little bohemian, a little bit like hippy-dippy. Also, I forgot this takes place in the UK. It doesn't really matter, but it, it does. So Carl is like, fine, fine. So that's all from Carl's point of view.
2: So she's not necessarily like more conservative- I can't think of the word that I'm, like, looking for here. Just maybe not as, like, blatantly sexual as a lot of people. Yeah, she's,
1: like, not as bold. Okay, not as bold. So they they say, like, a lot of times they match with a girl, and she's immediately sending, like, all the nudes Mm. and, like, hell yeah, I'll take two at once, ayo. And Katie is like, I've never done it, but I want to try. And, like, seems really sweet. Yeah. So then we cut to Katie's point of view. So, Katie is extremely anxious about meeting with these two guys. Um, and so she's like talking herself through, like coaching herself like, "How do I? How do I introduce myself? What do I do? Like, hi, I'm Katie. Nice to meet you. Did you want me to get naked? Like, what the fuck do I do?" <laughs> like, she's very clearly never done anything like this before. Mm-hmm. She's it's not that she's inexperienced sexually necessarily. She just this is a weird situation. So, um she finally pulls up to their home. She's like this is a super nice neighborhood where I do not belong. Mm. She's driving a super beat up pickup truck and it's this is a very upper middle class sort of neighborhood. Um they probably have an HOA. Probably, yeah. yeah. So,
2: um, that's my standard.
1: So she is straight panicking about the whole thing as she's getting out of the car, but she's reminding herself, this is going to help me reach my goals. This is, that's the point of this. That's what I'm doing, but we don't know what the goals are yet. So Rick opens the door, super sweet and precious, very welcoming. Um, Carl is extremely intimidating. He's like in this this suit and he's not smiling and is really kind of short with her. And she's like, Ooh. Um, so Rick is a graphic designer. He works from home, super Mm -hmm. laid back kind of guy covered in tattoos. Carl works a more corporate job. Um, but both are super duper hot. Um, and, um, She's continuing to panic. Like she's just having this whole internal breakdown moment. Um, but they go to the lounge, and she's like, are they going to want to fuck me, like, right now? What are the rules? I don't know. Somebody help me. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so they talk requirements. The guys want uh, a companion, not just some somebody to fuck, but they want a companion. Mm-hmm. Both men are bi. Okay. They've been committed to each other for several years. They want a woman to be involved. So this is intended to be more of a polyamorous situation than like a reverse harem or a ménage. Okay. Um so
2: uh also pause. Mm-hmm. Question. Okay. Why what is that?
1: <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know that I'll have answers, but go ahead and ask.
2: No, okay, so this is my own just lack of knowledge. Uh Uh-huh. What would be the difference between polyamorous and menage?
1: So my understanding generally of pop. Well, I guess menage could be considered polyamory.
2: Is it like a square rectangle situation? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, so polyamory, like Minaj, could be considered polyamory, but not but, all polyamory is okay. Minaj. Then
2: I was conceptualizing, cor- like that. I was like, yeah. "Wait, because you're like, wouldn't be Minaj? Would be?" And I was like, "But you're not great at the math, <laughs> as we all know. <laughs> I was like, Two penises is too many
1: for me to conceptualize, <laughs> but not too many for Katie." So,
2: I mean, I can conceptualize that (laughs) fine. It was just more of, I was like, what would make, I was like, when I think Minaj, I think three. Right. So I was like, there's three of them. Totally. Right. Like the two dudes and Katie. So in my head, I'm like, that would count. So when you're like, it would would be polyamorous, not Minaj. I was like, oh, what am I, I'm misconceptualizing somewhere. Yeah.
1: Because Minaj is like, both guys are focused on. The woman. Oh. Uh, right. So she, as as Superstore put it, because that's what I'm going to refer to is this TV show, there's the, like, the hinge between the romantic partners. She is not a hinge. They are all together.
2: Okay. So that's the difference. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, they can both have three people. It's just one has a hinge, one doesn't.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Continue. So um they talk— money. They agree on $3,000 for three weekends per month. And Carl goes ahead and sends her a grand for the current weekend. And she is like, hell yeah. All right. Like I can quit one of my jobs. I can focus on what my dreams are. I don't have to get like all swept up in this other bullshit. And so, but she does think they want to like fuck her right away. So she's like, should I should I get naked? And Carl's like, you're not a whore. So, no. What the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, I'm really sorry. I didn't know. I don't like Carl. Nobody does. So, does, well, I guess Rick does.
2: Does, like, Carl become have, like, redeeming qualities that present any time?
1: Uh, I guess. I, I never really liked him, honestly. So, it's just— struggle. Maybe he is he is more likable by the end. There are some human moments that make him more likable. Um Rick is definitely the peacekeeper. He's like, "Why don't we get a drink?" He's like, "Let's all go to the kitchen." Um and so she explains that she is saving to buy her own small farm for horses. Um I feel
2: like she's going to need more Three grand for that.
1: She is. That's why she, they said like a minimum of six months. She's already been saving for a really long time for this, but it's going to okay. take her a hell of a long time working as a waitress okay. to make this money. Um, so she says she already has a horse that she loves. This is her passion, blah, blah, blah. Carl is really cold and she's like, I don't know that I could fuck this guy. Like, He's scary and cold and weird, and I'm not even for money, right? But she's super into Rick. She's like, I'd hit that for free. Ayo, (laughs) Um, but I guess
2: that's it. Balances there. She's like, one, I wouldn't touch unless someone paid me really well, and one, she'd do for free. So right, and she is getting paid really well. She is, yeah.
1: Um, But they made it very, very clear that. there can't be any favoritism anywhere in any of this. Um, and so she goes out to the patio with Rick. They're hanging out, and he's like, Carl's a really cool guy. I know he seems really, really gruff, but he um, he's really sweet. You just got to get past all this other stuff. She learns a lot about Rick, including including that he has several piercings, including his cock, which she's like, oh, "I I would like to see that.
2: How many piercings does he have?
1: cock uh i think two if i'm remembering correctly possibly three I what, what no he's I... not the jacob's ladder situation yeah
2: madison kate, yeah, kate yeah, yeah 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 that's mm-hmm. what i was thinking of where yeah. i'm like he had like eight yes he had <laughs> eight piercings in his dick
1: yeah no i think if i'm remembering right there's a, he has a prince albert in the head and then there's like one at the base i think
2: I think that's a good amount. That's enough. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like I'm not shaming you if you're into more by by any stretch, but I'm just like, damn, feels like a lot. It really. I mean, I've never felt it. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: but I mean, <sighs> yeah. No, I, I'm like, you know, you got both ends covered. I feel like that's a good... Yeah. That's a good amount. Like, when they're like... Like, because I remember in um, Madison Kate, whichever of the books it was... I think it like, was the second one. She's like giving him a handy. And I'm like, how does... Wouldn't that pull on Yeah, the, I'm like, ooh. does that feel good for him? Does that... I guess you're getting a hand massage with all of the little balls. <laughs> but like... <laughs> But I don't know. Someone who has these piercings, please let us know. Somebody
1: enlighten me. Um, Yeah.
2: So, all right. He, Rick has two piercings in his dick.
1: She's into it. She also learns that he had, that, that Carl and Rick have had two previous, or sorry, eight previous companions. Eight? Eight. But none of them have worked out. And so she's like, eight? Jesus Christ.
2: Like, what the the hell happened?
1: So then we flash back to Carl. Um, So he knows that Katie is into Rick and that she's scared of him. He's like, this is how it always goes. Rick is charming. He's gorgeous. He's very sweet. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what always happens. These girls are into him. They're always scared of me. Um,
2: Maybe you should take a long, hard look at yourself, my guy.
1: uh, He doesn't what he does do is get a little handsy with Rick and to see like what Katie's going to do okay. um and she clearly gets a little bit turned on so they they say you're welcome to stay tonight in the guest room or in our room wherever you're more comfortable totally fine right um and so she says i i'd like to stay in the guest room thank you and Rick the, so they walk her upstairs and Carl has a plan. We don't know the plan, but Carl has a plan. Um and so <laughs> they drop her off at the room and okay. Rick is super agitated because Carl essentially like cock blocked him, was like, no kissing. Like, mm. like let's sweep it away. And Rick's like, you couldn't even let me kiss her good night. Jesus Christ. And Carl is like, I have a plan. If you would shut your fucking mouth, like you will see the plan. Okay? Okay. So, I am really not a fan of the way that Carl talks about Katie, like, in his mind in a lot of this. Like, Um, overly
2: sexualized?
1: He's like, she's a bitch in heat, she wants it so bad, like, that kind of stuff that feels really gross and degrading. Like Um, Andrew Tate.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um. Did you hear that
2: Andrew Tate got banned from Facebook and Instagram? TikTok hasn't said anything yet. So, well, what? by the time this episode drops, who knows what the situation will be. But, yeah. Well, it, good. It needed to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he leaves their bedroom door open, and he orders Rick to get on the bed. So we're back to Katie's point of view. Um, she's still panicking, but she's like, I'm alone in this room. I'm okay. Like, yeah, there's strange mm-hmm. men here, but, like, I think I'm going to be okay. Um. obviously she's super into Rick really scared of Carl um, and she's getting ready for bed when she hears Rick make a noise and so then she starts listening to them fuck through the wall and she's like I am into that so she starts touching herself and then she feels like she can't hear enough she's like I don't like it's too muffled so she decides she's going to go into the hall hoping to maybe see something. Um my notes just say Carl has a filthy fucking mouth. He really does. <laughs> it's like he's like that tight little ass wants my cock, doesn't it? Like you're like he's just like he he like, is going to town about it.
2: If that works for you, that works for you. And I know we've had this conversation before when, like, I told you how, I asked my husband where I was like, do you want, like, would you be into being called daddy? Do you want, and he was like, could you say it with conviction? (laughs) And, like, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if you're into it, you're into it. Cool. But, like, I don't know if I could say that with a straight face or receive that. With a straight face. Yeah,
1: I feel like I would do a lot of giggling. Although I did hook up with a guy once, and he was—he said something about, like, you like that, don't you? And I was like, shut the fuck up. And then a little later, he said something again, and I was like, did I not tell you to shut up? You're
2: like, this is not doing it for me. (laughs) Like, no. You're like, you like that, don't you? You're like, until you spoke.
1: Well, no, I was like, no, you're not doing a very good job, so the dirty talk isn't (laughs) helping your case.
2: You're like, I don't really like it actually. Right.
1: So maybe focus on what you're doing
2: and shut the fuck up. Did did he believe he was doing a good job? He did. Aww. He
1: did. Yeah. That poor guy. Mm. No. I I don't have I don't feel bad.
2: <laughs> well, it's it's more I think in my head I just was thinking that probably wasn't an isolated incident. <laughs> you, sorry, Hannah just took a big sip of water. <laughs> Almost just like, spit. Like, you know, like I'm like, I I at least you were honest enough to tell him. Right. And I wonder how many partners have been like, no, oh, no, I don't like that. But like, I don't want to hurt the I kids' was feelings. Literally, like,
1: stop talking. <laughs> like, stop talking. Whatever. Anyway. So she watches Carl finish.
2: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Um, and she is super duper turned on and she's like, now I could see myself fucking Carl because goddamn, like
2: if he he's fucks like, me
1: like that, I'll be into it.
2: Like, if I can get past his shitty personality if he fucks like that. Exactly. Okay.
1: So then Carl sees her and she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I needed to use the the bathroom here. And he's like well, That's interesting because you have an
2: ensuite. I was literally, I was like, This isn't, I was like, This, this hoe's gonna have an ensuite.
1: She sure did. So then he's like, Are you gonna join us? Because Rick still needs to come. So you get, you, you come in or, or what? And so, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And so <laughs> she goes in, or Rick does. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to Carl's point of view. He's feeling very smug and victorious that his little plan worked um and I like
2: how like his whole plan was just fucking Rick loudly with the door open mm-hmm. that was the plan it did work, but like
1: it's very effective yeah <laughs> um so he's very i wouldn't say that he's like a dom, but he's definitely he definitely has top energy going mm. on yeah. So, he orders her to get naked. Um, She's still, like, very clearly skittish of him. Like, she tenses up when he gets into the bed and stuff. Um, So, Carl is also kind of, like, amused and laughing to himself because she clearly thinks that Rick is going to be, like, the gentle lover type, and he Mm. is not. And so, he's like, hey, hey, like...
2: That was the weirdest Michael Jackson impression I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway,
2: none of it's good. So. Um, I was watching some stand-up last week where this dude was talking about Michael Jackson. And how he's like, he's like, yeah, it's weird to like like Michael Jackson's music. But then also reconcile listening to that and being like, and he touched a bunch of children.
1: And I'm like. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean it's kind of the same. Like R. Kelly, yeah, has, for has, sure, has been my go-to karaoke song for years. Ignition, yep, re- mm-hmm. remix to ignition, and I mm-hmm. feel as though I need to choose a new karaoke song.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
2: Confessions Part Two is my backup. <laughs> <laughs> Usher.
1: I was gonna say Usher. What a backup! Yeah, yeah, that's that good. is. I can respect that.
2: Yeah. yeah. My my father's go-to karaoke song is Proud to be an American. That's and I've only ever seen him. Oh, well, no. I've only ever seen him do it on cruise ships um, where people are already three to five sheets to the wind. <laughs> um, and the response that he gets from the – like, people, like, drunk cry sing along. Like, they're like – I've never seen more patriotic people.
1: Your dad has a presence
2: is yeah. what you're telling me. like. Taking actual politics out of of any of it, it's just, like, it's just a bunch of, like, drunk white people on a cruise. Into it. Yes, like, getting tearful, like, as they ruminate on being proud to be an American. Does that song land nearly as well as it used to? No. No.
1: No, it doesn't. But also,
2: I haven't... Been on a cruise with my dad since before Trump was elected. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was a different era.
1: Times, they are a in. Yes.
2: So, Rick is not a gentle lover.
1: No. So, my Or notes, not, a,
2: not a shy lover.
1: Yeah. My notes say, Rick finger fucks her hard, eats her out, then fucks her even harder. Carl is super mm. into her, like, watching her through this whole thing. Um, he's like, there's lots of description of the sounds she's making and all that other shit. Um, and she, (laughs) my notes say she gives him the five finger slippy while Rick finishes inside her and then licks her fingers clean
2: of Carl. (laughs) Somehow that was both so descriptive and not descriptive at all. Um, slippy. The five finger slippy. Yep. Yep. That's what my
1: notes say. (laughs) That's literally my notes say she gives him the five finger slippy. So she gives Carl a handy while Rick is fucking her.
2: Hannah, you didn't (laughs) need I didn't I didn't not understand. And it wasn't enough. I was trying to be helpful. I made it worse. I'm so sorry. No, I just liked. I was like, I somehow feel like I have a very clear picture, but I, I meant like it was like I was like there was clearly a lot of shit that went down in that scene. Yeah, there was. That's really more what I meant. Not that I didn't understand what five fingers (laughs) slippy meant. Um, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the licking the hands clean for me.
1: There's a lot of discussion
2: of fluids. we here at smut club can keep that discussion to a minimum cuz i think just the word fluids
1: <laughs> yeah is enough so anyway yeah we're back to katie's point of view <laughs> um she wakes up early um in the morning with both guys um she needs to go um ride her horse samson
2: not a euphemism
1: not a euphemism um rick Wakes up, she's trying to be very quiet and like slip out. Um, because it's so early in the morning, and Rick is like, Where are you going and what are you doing? She's like, I gotta go take care of Samson. And he's like, Does your horse not know about a Sunday lion? Like, we should be sleeping in right now. And she's like, No, he doesn't. I really have to go. And so he is like, Okay, but yeah, are you coming back? Like, you're coming back, right? Um and she's like, of course I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the farm. The owner tells her that the bank is really after him. So she sends him like $700 um, before going on the ride um, w- with Sam Sam. She really wants to rent the land from mm-hmm. the owner, um, but she needs time to save up. And then, oh, I forgot about this part. Oh, no. Okay. So she uh masturbates while writing thinking about both guys fucking her. And so then
2: yeah, there there I have a logistics question. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. So is that like when we say she was masturbating while writing? In my head, I'm thinking of it like when they tell like a woman like sit on top of your washing machine or your dryer or something like that, like and the vibration between your like is is that what's happening? It's like no, I mean she's touching herself and she's like
1: like hitting the the horn of the saddle to like Mm. stimulate. Okay, yeah. So then, um, she finishes. And her father calls her. Oh, um, that
2: took a what? Turn. a What a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Go <laughs> it on. It is
1: a hell of a sentence, isn't it? So he's saved in her phone as sperm donor, yeah. and she does not answer. Oh, okay. So we're back to Carl. Um, <laughs> The guys are doing their morning routine together, and Rick is— on the toilet with Carl right there. And Carl gets this like sick sense of satisfaction seeing Rick do a little wince because he fucked him so hard the night before. And I'm just like, Ooh, I could have lived without that. Like, I I don't know what that's supposed to add to anything.
2: I know it's what we do here at Smart Club, (laughs) but I too could have lived without that. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. No. But I mean, these things happen. That's where we're at. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So there's more. I wrote more detail about it. I'm going to leave it.
2: Um. About Carl's satisfaction? Yeah. Of, yeah, we- yeah.
1: So <laughs> Carl doesn't think Katie is coming back. He's like, nah. Like... She got her little menage experience. She's not coming back. Um, But Rick gets actually like super pissed. And he's like, she's coming back. She's coming back. But even if she doesn't, I love you. And that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And then he, Carl won't say I love you back. And so Rick starts to get super pissy about it. He's like, why won't you just say it? Like, why don't you ever just say it? We've been together for years. So then... Uh, Carl gives in eventually. They jerk each other off with Katie's panties.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That she left there, I'm assuming?
1: Yeah.
2: Um. I was going to say, I would have more logistics questions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she couldn't find them in the morning when she got up. She didn't Mm -hmm. want to turn a light on because it was so early. So she couldn't find them, so she just left them. So, yeah. They jerk each other off with Katie's panties, and then they're, like, talking about how they're going to fuck her together. They're, like, all into it. So, we are back to Katie's point of view. Um, She gets home. Her mom tells her, like, you need to call your dad. You really need to call your dad. And Katie is like, no, I don't give a fuck what that son of a bitch has to say. I'm not interested. Thank Mm -hmm. you for playing. And mom is like, there's an opportunity. Um, You should call him. Blah, blah, blah. It's some kind of, like, there's a horse... Whisperer trainer person in the Mm. US. Um, and uh, so that's the opportunity. Like she has to take an internship with his multi-billion dollar company for six months, and then he will send her on this trip with this guy. But her half sister is also involved, and she fucking hates her half sister. Okay. So she does agree to call her dad back to Carl. Rick is super anxious and, um, Carl is just like, call her. Like, why are you being so weird? Just call her if you want to talk to her. Um, so Rick is like, I have an idea. Let's take her away for the weekend, like a weekend trip or something. Um, somewhere neutral where she'll feel safer, blah, blah, blah.
2: Rick has an anxious attachment style.
1: He sure does. So Carl agrees as long as Rick promises that they're both going to fuck her by the end of the night. He's like, this always happens. Like, you get to fuck the pretty pussy, and I do not. And we don't like him.
2: I hate that sentence so much. Your
1: face says everything I feel about it.
2: I don't—well, one, I don't know what my face looks like. But two, I took my glasses off for a second, (laughs) and so now I really don't know what my face looks like. I hear it. <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah. Here. Here. Um, so. Oh, fuck, man. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not not a good time. So we're back to Katie. She calls her dad. He, uh, she is not very nice. She's like, the fuck do you want? I'm not interested. He tells her, um, he wants her to come to his office. She's like, mm, no, I won't be doing that. And he says, um, Yeah, she has to come if she wants to see the horse guy. Um, And she's like, he's like, how about Monday? And she's like, no, I can't this Monday. How about next Monday? Like, literally just to be a bitch because she doesn't want to see him. So, but she does agree to see him. Um, Carl, back to Carl. He's at work. He is running an intern program. um, And the boss's daughter, whose name is Verity, is in it, and he— Is that
2: the half-sister? Uh, maybe. So, yeah.
1: No spoilers. So, um, he can't fucking stand her. So, um, she's an entitled little bitch. He kicks her out. So, he does this thing where everybody has to stand up and sing Eye of the Tiger together. I don't really understand why. But Verity refuses to do that. He's like, cool, get out. And she's like, you can't fire me. And he's like, I really can. Should we go talk to your father together? Okay, get out. So back to Katie. It, there's so much flashing back and forth. It's just between Katie and Carl.
2: So oh, we never get Rick's perspective. We never get
1: Rick's perspective. I know you said and it was dual point really of view. It makes me sad we don't get to hear from Rick because he's so sweet. So she's she resigns from her job as a waitress now that she has all this sugar daddy money coming in. And um, she gets a text from Rick inviting her to lunch without Carl. Um, he's very adorably awkward. He's like, nothing sexual, although maybe you didn't assume that. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> it's really sweet, actually. Um, and then she also gets an email about an interview at her father's company. And she um, she's like, I never agreed to a fucking interview. I said I would come see you. I didn't say I was going to work for you. What the fuck? And um, she's like, fine, whatever, because her mom's pushing her to do it. So then Carl tells Rick about his day, about how Verity's a little bitch, um, and she had to come apologize and then sing the whole song solo in front of everyone. That gave him, like, a sick satisfaction that she went and whined to her dad, and her dad was like, tough shit, like, go do whatever Carl says. So um, Rick tells him he's going to see Katie during the week, and Carl says, he's like, I can't not be at work, blah, blah, blah. And he starts to feel weird about it because they don't ever do things separately with these women. Mm. And so he is like, mm. And then I didn't know that this was relevant when I read the first time, but I did go back and, and double check it because it does turn out to be important. So Rick then shows Carl some stuff that he printed off of Katie's Facebook. We don't know what it is. But Carl is like, well, that settles it then. She's not a fit. And Rick is like, no, 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 no. Give it more time. We said six months. um, And I know you really like her. So Carl's like, fine.
2: So, um, yeah. See, that is one of those, like, weird details that, like, the first time you read it, you're like, oh, cool. That happened, whatever. And then, like, when you're like, oh. It it all comes together. I don't know how, but it is. It all comes together. Um, Also, just for, like, my own knowledge, because— it seemed like, I know you said, like, there's a lot of back and forth. And so it's this weird thing, because it seems like there's a lot of back and forth, but it also seems like there's not a ton of plot happening, but nope. there's a lot about back and forth. How long was this book? Oh, like, God. how many, like, pages?
1: Hold on. I'll tell you.
2: Maybe. Possibly. Like, maybe. Maybe not.
1: This book was 440 pages.
2: Oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay.
1: The, so there's a lot of setup with, like, all these relationships and all this different stuff. Mm. And then the plot kind of happens all at once. And okay. then it stops happening again. And then it happens all at once. Like, it's just a lot. Okay. So Katie um, goes to see Rick. They eat lunch. Um, she's like, I could totally be with this guy. Like, for real. He's so sweet. He's so thoughtful. He's so handsome. But Carl makes things complicated. And then they start making out with a lot of dirty talk about, okay, I forgot about that. They start making out with a lot of talk about stretching things.
2: I like how you said things there. <laughs> like you're like, i need to I need to make sure you understand when I say stretching, I don't mean yoga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not doing Pilates,
2: so like stretching to prepare her for some DP, yeah, okay.
1: yeah. And, um, Katie is like, this is not like, are we, are we cheating right now? Like Carl's Mm. not here. And so Rick pulls back and he's like, that's, these are our boundaries. Like we come together or not at all. Like that's their deal. We Mm -hmm. come together or not at all. So then he starts to say something else. He's like, well, there's something that you should know about Carl. Like Carl's got this thing. like.'" He needs something else from you. And then um, Carl shows up. Carl's like, what would that be? And Mm. they're both like, oops. So um, Carl is like, yeah, we're going to go away for the weekend. um, And you're coming. And then Rick realizes how much Carl must be into her because he's like putting all this effort in. Um. And then we're back to Katie. They go away to the seaside. Um and there my notes just say cute throuple time with lots of innuendo.
2: And you know I think that's all I need. Like yeah. that like I Yeah. I appreciate when we're able to summarize it. You're like, yeah, you know.
1: It's if cute. there's some sweet
2: there's moments some- with
1: ice cream and whatever, like it's nice. Yeah. Um they talk about family. Rick's family is super normal, very supportive. Carl alludes to, like, a really, really rough time, but doesn't really give detail. They ask about her father, and she says she doesn't have one worth mentioning. She's like, "It's mm. he's literally a blank spot on my birth certificate. That's who my father is. Right? So—
2: Do we know why she hates her father so much?
1: We do not. Okay. We just know that she feels abandoned by him and feels like he ruined her mom's life, but we don't really know why. So um, they go out dancing. Things are getting spicy, very handsy. Um, they get back to the hotel, and Katie is fucking freaking out because she knows what's going to happen, but she's also really excited. So they get naked. Everybody's making out. There's My notes say there's fingering and eating out and whatnot. There's just a lot happening. Um... This is one of those sex scenes that goes on and on, and it's like, mm. oh my god! Like,
2: like we get it.
1: Can we just finish? Like, I'm like, oh my god. Um, um, yeah.
2: I think it's Nikki Sloan. I've read a lot of Nikki Sloan this year, but I feel like she always tricks me because her sex scenes will go on for chapters. Yeah, and so like I'm like, oh, we we hit the end of this chapter. Then the next one, I'm like, oh, nope, we're jumping straight back in. <laughs> like, here we are.
1: Right. Why did we even have a chapter break? Yes. So um, both guys are, like, going at it with her the whole time. And then they start stretching her with toys. So there's a lot of description about that. Um, and then oh, my notes say, uh, talking about making her pussy gape for them Again, why? That's what my notes say. Why? (laughs) Again, why? Gape. I don't like that word.
2: Loose like a wizard's sleeve. (laughs) Like, that's what I like. That's what it makes me think of.
1: So, Gape made it onto my Mm -hmm. list because of this book.
2: All right, question. Because I know when we reviewed Pen Pal, we were saying we don't like nibble or slippery. Uh Is Gape? in this context, worse for you than slippery? Yeah. Is it worse for you than nibbling? I think for me it's equal to nibbling, but worse than slippery.
1: It feels worse because when I think of, like, gape or gaping, I think of a gaping wound. Like, I think of, like, people bleeding and violence. That's what I think of when I think of gaping. Like, what other context do you hear gaping in besides I'm gonna stop saying it but what context do you hear that word in besides like major violence like
2: or- as horrible as it sounds when I hear gaping I'm like yeah something that's open and like flapping in the breeze <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> which also is not better no just flapping flapping stop away. saying that word Jesus Christ <laughs> oh, damn flapping Okay, so we we found another one. <laughs> we might just need to make like an ongoing list of like words that we hate here at Smut Club. Yeah. Gape, flap, nibble, slippery. <laughs> Not just slip. You can, you, yeah, you can slip okay. You can slip on a banana peel and we don't give a shit, but slippery in the context of yeah. sex.
1: Yeah, this only gets worse. So um <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. So, Carl fucks her while she's blowing Rick, and then Carl fists her and then decides that she's ready. Um,
2: Just for, like, for both of them, right? uh Okay, I was like, like, how big is he if you need to be fisted before you can take one dick? (laughs) You're the one who read it,
1: Hannah. I know, and I hate, I hate everything. So, then she does take them both, and the guys are fucking ecstatic about it, and they're like, you're, you're the most beautiful woman we've ever seen, and, like, there's lots more, like, dirty talk and praise and whatnot. Um, and she's like, hell yeah, I did that. Like, she feels really good about it, too, I guess.
2: Um, I would be proud of myself. <laughs>
1: Like, achievement unlocked
2: right <laughs> like i don't that feels like a big accomplishment like that's it not it feel easy like to- a big
1: accomplishment ew <laughs> <A-O. laughs>
2: two big accomplishments <laughs> if you know what i mean
1: yeah rick's piercing also made things interesting mm-hmm.
2: so well yeah i forgot about that yeah do you remember whose line is it anyway i do yeah Um, Do you remember the game where they would just, like, like, it was, like, all euphemisms, and they just, like, no matter what they said, it was just, they would just say, if you know what I mean, afterwards. (laughs) And I just remember there was, like, a weightlifting competition. It was, like, she took 200 pounds in the snatch, (laughs) if you know what I mean. (laughs) And then, like, I forget who said it, but I, because I remember watching it, like, the night it aired when it happened. And you see... I think it was Ryan just like the <laughs> look on his face, and he's like, That's never gonna make air if you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, it was, and it was funny because I remember seeing a rerun like years later, and it was that clip, and it was 100% bleeped out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, but I was like, That was a brilliant joke. That is good really job, good. Guys. Yeah,
1: I can, I can.
2: I can give credit for that, right? Okay, so high fives all around. Yep, they're all very proud of themselves. Yep,
1: and we're back to Carl's point of view. Um, so Katie gets up while he's out on the the little balcony, the terrace, hair. terrace. Sure. <laughs> um, and they have a very intense moment. She talks about her um dreams of renting the stable, um, and he's like, "You could." He's thinking like, this girl could do so much more. She's brilliant. She's strong. She could do so much more, but he doesn't say that. And then it seems like he's going to make her some other kind of offer. Because She's like, I really want this, but it's going to be a year or two before I'm able to, to make this purchase, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's on the tip of my tongue to say blah, 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 blah. Uh, but, but we still then, don't know what. We still don't know what. But then Rick comes out, and then they have a— so all that—their moment is broken. And then they have a very nice drive back. Um, Carl decides to stop at the stables. Um, and so uh, he tries to, like, get in good with Samson the horse. Samson is not about Carl. He is not a fan. He does not like him. But he's very into Rick.
2: Carl. So that's on brand. Like, Samson yep. has good taste. Yeah. We Samson trust Samson. and is his. clearly
1: reading the room. Yep. Um, so back to Katie, uh, she stays with them another night, even though she has the meeting with her dad the next day. Oh my God. So (laughs) Chelsea's cat, Craig is doing like, it's like a gargoyle moment and she keeps like giving him little high fives and it's very distractingly adorable. Like Craig is,
2: Craig is standing on his back legs (laughs) with his front paws up and it like, like just keeps giving me high fives.
1: It was pretty cute. It seems the moment has passed, but it was very adorable.
2: Yeah, he turned away from me. I think he was done He's with like, it. like, I'm over you now. Um, it was cute while it lasted.
1: So Katie is like, frankly, I don't give a shit about this meeting with my dad. Um, so she really wishes that she could just continue to be with Carl and Rick without getting paid. She's like, I really like them. Like, I don't feel the need to be paid. I would Mm. spend time with them anyway. Um, And she's thinking about all this while she's on the way to the meeting with her dad. She's wearing dirty jeans and a shirt that says, bite me. That's the energy she's bringing to this meeting. He is pleading with her. Um to give this internship program a chance. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's a six-month internship. You get to go stay for a month with the horse guy. Please, please let me do this for you. I want you here, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't really want anything to do with any of it, but the pay is good, and she wants to meet the horse guy. So she's like, I mean, I guess.
2: Well, and like, mind you, I'm like missing some details here because I I haven't read this one, but like, I think the hard thing for me is that, like, how do I say it? Like, it's a very transactional situation, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Like, her dad's like, no, I love you. I care about you. I want you here. I want to do this for you. But you have to do this for six months first instead of right. just, like, like, it's not, like, there are strings attached. Right. It's not a true gift. So
1: it's a lot of strings, but also the way that, it's described dad is desperate. Like he wants a relationship with her. Mm. He is like pleading with her, like, please come on. So it seems like this is his last ditch effort to get her into his company. So he can at least see her a little bit. Um, So he's like pushing it. So finally, and she's like, fine, I guess, whatever. And so her dad is like, Great, let me introduce you to the guy who's running the intern program. And she's like, Oh, it's not you? Like, I don't have to work directly with you. And he's like, No, no, of course not. And the guy comes in and surprise! It's Carl. It's Carl.
0: Hey there, smart puppies. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment. But first, do you like us? Maybe even love us? Because we sure love you. if you do love us don't tease us tell us in those ratings and reviews wherever you're listening right now maybe even send us over to a special sexy someone that would enjoy getting smutty with us because you know the first rule of smut club is to talk about smut club all right i won't keep you any longer let's get back to the show
1: So my notes just say Carl POV awkward.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's what it says. Um. So her dad is it goes- Carl with a K or a C? It's a C. Okay, that's yeah. how I've been conceptualizing it. But I do yeah. feel like you bring a different energy as a human if it's with a K. I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So dad goes to introduce them, and he's like, "We've already met." And Katie is like. Clearly wide eyed, like shut the fuck up, Carl. Mm. And so she's like, "Oh yeah, um, I I uh, I know Rick. I've hung out with Rick. That's how I met how I met Carl." Um, and Carl feels some type of way about that. So then Dad leaves, and Carl is confused. Mm. He's like, "How how did you not know? How did you not know? Like surely you looked me up." Please tell me you didn't just go meet two strange men without looking me up. And she's like, of course I looked you up. And he's like, how did you not know I work for your dad? And she's like, my dad's company isn't listed. He's like, it's a subsidiary. Everybody knows that. And she's like, I don't. I don't fucking talk to my dad. <laughs> like, I had no fucking clue. Jesus H. She's freaking out. Mm-hmm. So um, she he also is like, your dad is one of the best men I've ever met. In my life. Mm. I've known him for 20 years. He's an incredible person. Um, And Katie is like, well, that might be your experience, but he's a judgmental asshole. Um, And he's like, well, your dad gave me a chance when no one else would. He saved my life. Mm. And so then Katie, we're back to Katie's point of view. She is really embarrassed. Um, And Carl is like, listen you are not taking this seriously. This is a serious program. If you're not going to take it seriously, that's fine. It's not for you. That's okay. But she's like, no, I'm fucking doing this. She's super adamant. Um, and then he explains that he was a kid with a record when he met her dad um, and he gave Carl a chance. Um, she tells him that he knocked up her mom um, who was his secretary at the time, and then fired her when he found out she was pregnant and wanting nothing, wanted nothing to do with Katie, basically, like, abandoned them both. So her mom lost her job. She was 19 um, and lost her job, was alone and pregnant.
2: Wait, who—she's telling Carl this?
1: She's telling Carl. Okay. Yeah. And so Carl says that that is not the story that he heard, Mm. And she's like, I don't give a shit. I lived it. That's the story. Um. So then, oops, I did something to my notes. Okay, hold on, I got it. So then, um, she is super adamant. She wants to give the the program a try, and Carl's like, fine. I'll drive you to the other office. So that's the other reason she didn't know is because her dad's main office is not in the same town where Rick and Carl live. It's a satellite office. Mm. So she had no idea. So he takes her to the other place. um, And then all of a sudden he's, he pulls over like while they're on the way and he is like, "Um, so if you had to give up two years to get $200,000 for your farm. Would you do it? Would you do it? Um and she's like, "Well, I would need to know what that entails because he's thinking back to their conversation on the terrace where she said mm-hmm. it's her two-year plan essentially." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Would you give it up?" And she's like, "Well, I need to know what it is." And she's like, "I mean, as a joke, she says, I mean, do you want a kidney?" Um and Carl's like, "I mean, kind of." And she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> So Carl's about to say something else, and then the phone rings. Um, now we're at Carl's point of view. On the phone is Rick. Um, and he his voice comes through the Bluetooth mm-hmm. in the car, so everybody can hear everything. And he is absolutely gushing about how much he loves Katie and how amazing she is. Um, he won't let Carl get a word in. Like, Carl keeps trying to interrupt him to say, like, Katie's in the fucking car, but Rick won't stop talking. And... Rick gets super explicit about how he's going to fuck her ass and that he's in love with her. She's their keeper. She's the one we've been looking for. And Katie clearly is looking a little freaked. She's like, the fuck is happening? Um, And Carl finally is like, Rick, Katie's in the goddamn car. And Rick is like, that's very funny, Rick. (laughs) That's very funny. No, she's not. Um, And and then Carl's like, no, she is. And then Rick's like, Katie? Katie? Are you there? And she's like, hey, Rick. Hi. (laughs) Super awkward. Um, But then he just laughs. He's like, I'm sorry about the ass thing, babe, but I would be into it if you are. Anyway, I love you both. Bye. And like hangs up. (laughs) He has like golden retriever energy where he's just like messing stuff up, but you love it.
2: He really does. Yeah.
1: We love it. We love it. So then... Um, Carl does not pick up where he left off with, like, what this mysterious thing is that he needs her for two years for. Um, and then he introduces her to the rest of the team, and it's very clear that her half-sister, Verity, is displeased that she is there. Like, Mm -hmm. real pissed. So, back to Katie. (laughs) Um, Carl and Rick take her shopping for work clothes. The guys are very, very sweet, very supportive, Um, They get home to celebrate her new job. Um, And Katie thinks back to her childhood, how Verity would belittle her. Like, dad doesn't really love you. Like, do you see all of my horses? Do you see all of my dolls? Like, dad doesn't really love you. Mm -hmm. Like, really, really put her down. Um, And Carl says that he'll help her catch up with what she's missed at work. Um, And she realizes this is her chance to prove that she's better than Verity. Like, that's basically, she's like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fuck Verity up. Like, let's do it. Um. So then my notes say gratuitous threesome, including a blowy and the guys taking turns and lots of dirty talk. That's what my notes say.
2: I, I know I said it before. I feel like a lot is happening, but nothing is happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's accurate. Okay. So... I'm, that's why I'm talking really fast. I'm like, none <laughs> of this matters. Gratuitous threesome. Anyway, um, so the next day at work, things are going really, really well for Katie. She has lunch with Carl. Um, they get back, and then Verity corners her in the bathroom and absolutely loses her shit. She has like a full breakdown about how um Katie is never going to take what's hers. This company is hers. She has no right to it. Um. And tells her she can stop drooling over Carl because everyone knows he's gay. And (laughs) we're just kind of funny. And then Katie tries to leave. She's like, I'm not not doing this with you. Mm -hmm. So she tries to leave. And then Verity starts pulling her hair and slapping her and like scratching at her face and stuff. And Katie is like, what the actual fuck? Like we are grown women. Are we having a slap fight right now? This is the dumbest shit on the planet. So then... Katie shakes her off and tells her um, that she gets that one, but if she ever touches her again, she will fuck her up. So then Carl sees Katie, we're back to Carl's point of view, sees Katie um, with a scratch on her face and her hair is really disheveled. And then Verity comes right behind her and she does not look disheveled. And she's like, he is like, what the fuck is happening? So um, he tries to fire Verity. He's like, absolutely the fuck not. Like, there's not going to be physical violence here. That is fucking ridiculous. You're fired. But Katie uh, begs him not to. He's like, she's like, please don't, please don't. Mm -hmm. So he's like, fine. And then he starts to realize that he has real feels, is what my notes say for Katie. Um, He talks to Katie's dad um, about the situation with Verity. Dad says that he, he didn't know about Katie. Her mom told him that he had that she had had an abortion. So he didn't know she was pregnant when he fired her. He found out she was pregnant afterwards when he went to her to say something about it. She told him he had she had had an abortion and he was too late. So he never knew. He saw them on the street when Katie was 10 and he was like, "Hold up." Mm. Um and so then he hand, he says he handled everything wrong. He tried to force Katie into their family. Um, and he asked Carl to build bridges between the girls um, through the program. And Carl is like, uh, I guess I can try. But frankly, you need to get your shit together. That
2: does not feel like Carl's job. And I don't right. even like Carl.
1: No. It's a whole ass disaster. Um, so... Rick tells Carl that they need to talk and rethink the whole we come together or not at all rule. Um they what they agree on is a courtesy call. So they agree they're gonna call each other before they fuck Katie Solo to get permission.
2: I don't like just decide it so like what what are you gonna do? Not fuck her one day, like. You're going to call and they're like, actually, I'm not really in the mood for that. I'd really rather you didn't fuck her today. Is that how that works?
1: I mean, I guess. But regardless, um, Rick and Carl have a solidifying fuck, as we often term it. And then they both declare that they love Katie. She's not there. Like, that's my whole thing with this You're whole like, scene is I'm she's like. She's
2: not present for any of this.
1: They're declaring their love and shit and fucking, and it's all this beautiful making love moment. She's not there. Like, what the fuck? Whatever. Um. So we're back to Katie's point of view. Um. She decides to do a competition with her horse because her sister is also doing it. And she wants to beat her. That becomes relevant later. Um, she buys a horse trailer. The guys insist on going with her. It's all this very sweet, like making sure you're safe kind of bullshit. And then, um, after they have lunch, uh, mm, Rick says he wants to have chocolate for dessert.
2: No, 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 he does not.
1: (laughs) My notes say worst euphemism ever with periods after each one. That's what literally what my notes say right now.
2: So, years ago, I worked in youth ministry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Behold, Chelsea, queen of the non sequitur.
2: (laughs) You're welcome. Um, And I used to be in charge of, like, all of the programming. So, like, when we would do, like, a student camp for, like, a week, I was in charge of all of the games and programming and, like, making sure that, like, our actual, like, event time ran smoothly. And one of the games, and it, like, didn't even dawn on me, because I was very young and not really thinking it through. But one of the games that I planned, you had, like, teams from each grade, Uh and one person laid on the ground, and one person, like, essentially stood over their head and was given a pudding cup that they had to put between their (laughs)
0: knees.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And they had to, like... Get the pudding in their partner's mouth. Chelsea, no. And I remember them being like, we're not gonna go with vanilla, right? <laughs> like, we don't want pictures of that. But that's yeah, that's what it this chocolate's not better. Literally my thought. I'm like, at least at least chocolate doesn't look like semen in a photo. It just looks like shit. How is that better? I'm sorry. Would If you were a parent and you received a photo of your child at summer camp, I feel like at least chocolate pudding on their face, you're not going to think, why is there shit all over my 16-year-old's face? But if there's vanilla, you might be like, why is there cum all over my 16-year-old daughter's face? I, I need to have a talk with the youth pastor. None of it's good. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't the best game I ever planned. You know what the best game I ever planned was? (laughs) I'll tell you. Tell me. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, I think part of it was choosing the right students. So um, we went and bought like tiny, like it was like a beach camp. And we went to a little shop on the beach and bought like tiny like beach crabs. And we showed them to the students. And we're like, hey, we're going to take you outside we are building a maze out of these crabs and you have to walk barefoot from one side of the maze to the other without stepping on one of these crabs. So then they take all of the students outside. They bring them in one at a time and blindfold them. Meanwhile, we've just thrown pork rinds all over the floor. <laughs> like pork? pork rinds, they have a great crunch to them. They do. And so... The look on a student's face when they hear the crunch and think they've killed a crab. <laughs> that is so dark. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Oh my god. Now I want pork rinds. Yeah, I could
2: fuck up some pork rinds. I could fuck right up now. some pork rinds. Um, but yeah, one of my like favorite students ever. Bless <laughs> her. She like by the end of the maze there were tears streaming down <laughs> her face. Well, like, you have like 150 students all sitting watching this happen in front of them. It was a it was a great game. Um 10 out of 10 would <laughs> would recommend. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I really want some pork rinds. Okay. So So
1: I guess we'll get back to this if we have to. So, Did, um do we I mean, I guess not. That's the end, everybody. No, okay. <laughs> So, um,
2: how much more is there?
1: Uh, a bit a
2: lot, oh shit fuck,
1: okay, I'm just gonna go real quick. um, so they all have a big fuck fest. Carl brings in a mirror so that they can watch themselves, and he
2: I, I just want us to note that you're like, I'm gonna go real quick, So he brings in a mirror for their <laughs> fuck fest,
1: so, and so I'm this, like, oh God. This part, I was like, huh. So, um, so <laughs> so then. He he fucks Rick while Rick fucks Katie. Okay. It's a lot. There's a lot of dirty talk and a lot of descriptions and fluids. So Katie realizes that she doesn't want their agreement to end in six months because that was the original bet was mm-hmm. six months. So Katie's doing really well. Is it a bet? Well, not a bet. Agreement. Okay. I mean, kind of a bet between Rick and Carl because Carl didn't think it would really happen.
2: Also, I apologize to everyone listening if you hear a slight whimpering. Um, The whimpering is my dog sleeping and dreaming. Yeah,
1: it's not her husband listening to this fucking book right now.
2: (laughs) Although it could be. Although every time I look over at my (laughs) husband, he's just like shaking his head.
1: (laughs) So... uh, Katie's doing great at work. She's a top performer.
2: Yeah, she is.
1: Her, yeah, she is. Her dad shows up to give her a bonus. Um it's super awkward. Um Verity has a meltdown. Carl finds her crying and she thinks that her dad loves Katie more than her. Um and if she fails at the internship, her dad is going to hate her, all this other stuff. Carl's very supportive and he says he'll help her. Carl then takes Katie to celebrate, um, and she asks to go see the horse. Um, She has to stop for clothes first. Carl then meets her mother. So um, it's very awkward. Like, Mm. it's super-duper awkward. And then he then pushes to try to figure out what Katie wants. She's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, She rides. He loves watching her. And he finally makes friends with the horse. It's a big moment, and then, um Katie comes back after talking to the owner of the stable, super upset. um the bank is repossessing her dream is dead. Mm. so he really wants Katie to feel better, like he's like, "I don't know what the fuck to do. I just want you to stop crying." Um so he's like, "I could buy it. I could buy the land." I could buy the land and, and you could rent it for me. And she thinks that he's joking. And he's like, no, I I want to help you, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And she um, she's like, okay, so you want to help me with my dream, but what's your dream? And finally, he blurts out that he wants a baby. And not by a surrogate. He wants to have like a throuple and a baby. Um, Aww. Yes. And she's like, I don't want kids. mm And, um, that was the printout that Rick had from her Facebook was like a couple of posts she made about like, thank God I'm never having kids. Uh, And so, um, he's like, I want to start trying right away. I'm almost 40. Like, I really, really want this. Um, and he's like, she's like, please just take me home. Like, I can't, I can't do this with you. Like, please just take me home. So he's like, I fucked this up really bad. He's like. Rick is going to hate me for this. Like, I really, really fucked up. Um, And so he goes home, and Rick was all ready to celebrate about how well Katie's doing at work. But then Carl comes in alone, and Rick is super pissed. Carl then tells Rick, he's like, you can be with her. Like, I'm the problem. I'm the one who wants the baby so bad. You be with her. I will remove myself from this. And uh, it just says— declarations of love. Rick isn't leaving Carl for anything. So, I mean, that's sweet. It is sweet. And then Rick shows up at the farm um, from Katie's point of view. They have an emotional talk. He says that he tells her all about, about Carl. So um, Carl's mom died when he was six and um, he was never well cared for. He bounced around the system. His dad showed up when he was 13, started using him to run drugs And so then, um, so Carl had
2: a rough upbringing.
1: Very rough. Cool. And, um, then finally, after he gets out of the system, dad's a piece of shit. He meets a girl and they think that they're really into each other. And then they, that's how they met Rick. They, the two of them wanted a threesome. So they find Rick online. Rick shows up. Um, The girl led Carl on really bad, um, saying that she wanted a family and wanted to try for a baby. But then Carl found out she had had three abortions with his babies this whole time. So he had been—like, that's all he's wanted his whole life. uh, No, I don't either. (laughs) That's all he wanted his whole life was to have a baby, and this girl did this after she lied to him. Um, so then that's how Carl and Rick wound up together. So Katie feels terrible that she can't give them what what they want. So then she agrees. She goes home with Rick. They all party. After they agree, we're going to give it six months, and then we'll see. No more sugar daddies. Just an official poly relationship. Um, they'll tell her dad because that's going to be a big thing. Um, and she wants her mom to know. Solidifying fuck in the shower.
2: Um, Very... There are so many solidifying fucks. There's so
1: much sex. Like I'm th- I have notes about the sex but I'm it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> none of it matters because literally all the plot in this book is in like the last 15%. So I'm trying to like get to the part that matters. None of it matters, but I'm trying to get to the part that le- that's at least a little bit entertaining. I'm really trying. So <laughs>
2: You're like, you have to, I'm, hold on. Let me math something really fast. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? Why why is that your response? You know why. So you have to get through 375 pages to get to the plot. Yeah. That feels like when people used to like, what was the the show Lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people are like. There are a couple weird seasons, so you you just have to get through, like, three weird seasons, and then it gets good again. I'm like, that's such a commitment.
1: Right. I'm not willing to make it. No. But I made it here. I don't—I can't tell you why.
2: Because you read so quickly, and you read so much, you probably read this in one sitting. Probably. If, like, at most— Two to three sittings. So I feel like, I feel like you just like blitz through I did, books yeah. like this. And you're like, this is so shitty. Next page. <laughs> you're like, I hate this. Next, next page. page. <laughs> like you finish the book and you're like, that was not worth it. On to the next one.
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um. So so they go out to celebrate. They're all drinking. Yeah. And um, she asks how the whole baby thing would work. She's like, so two daddies and a mom? Like that feels really weird, blah, blah, blah. And they're, like, so they explain, again, they come together or not at all because they don't want to know who the biological father is. They're, like, it, it doesn't matter. Um, they say, like, kids might be mean, um, and the parents, other parents might not get it, but it doesn't matter. We're going to make it work, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we'll adopt later also. Like, we want one of our own, and we might adopt later. Well, I feel like
2: they just, like, like, kids is, like, a deal breaker. Like, yes, to not be on the same page about that, yes. Yes. So to know that, like, they're not on the same page and then have a solidifying fuck.
1: Right. It's like, why are we here? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like,
2: what are are we solidifying? Our differences?
1: So Carl basically says, like, we will have as many kids as you'll give us. Literally.
2: Like, we'll have as many
1: kids as you'll give us. And then my notes just say, combo gets weird when Katie says she ruined her mom's life. She's like, I never wanted kids because I ruined my own mother's life. Why would I want to have babies? Um, Holy shit. But it gets dark.
2: All of them need to be in therapy. God damn.
1: Real bad. So um, Carl is really worried about Katie and Verity. Um, He talks to her. Well, There's lots of stuff about, like, it, he's trying to get her to see that her dad really loves her and all this other stuff. She's very resistant. Um And then all of a sudden, he, like, blurts out that he didn't—her dad didn't know that she existed. All this Mm. time, she thought she was abandoned. So, back to Katie's POV. It just says, long emotional talk with mom, um, who confirms that dad never knew she existed. Um, So, Katie decides that she um, is going to tell her mom about her new poly relationship. Um, Everything's very supportive and lovely with Carl. Um, Katie wants to bang on the way home, but Carl says that they need to talk to Rick first. Um,
2: yeah. And then she— do we have permission to fuck on the way home?
1: (laughs) They don't—they don't call him. They decide to actually go home, and then they all fuck together. I just love that bit out. Um, (laughs) so, uh, then she confronts her dad— about the whole thing. And he's like, yeah, I really fucked that up. Like, I didn't know that you existed, but when I found out I could have done better, I'm really, really sorry. So then um, Verity starts being really nice to her, and it's weird. Uh, like,
2: so, like in a way we don't trust. Yeah. She's okay. like, mm,
1: I, don't, I don't like that. Like little comments about like her horses and stuff, like trying to get to know her and be supportive. Like you did great with sales this week or whatever. Um, so then, uh, at Carl's point of view, they get caught kissing at the office and, um. Um,
2: They haven't told her dad yet. They have not.
1: So he decides he's going to tell her dad the truth. Dad is not pleased. Um, and so he's like, are you going to leave Rick? And Carl's like, no, that's the whole point. I'm not leaving Rick. We're all together. Um, and then, um, Carl and Katie fuck in the office with Rick on speakerphone. It's very explicit. Oh. Yeah. Um, so okay. So this is where we get into some stuff that's like sad and and weird. So Rick Katie's point of view, she's at this horse event. Um, it's like a jumping thing. There's some family awkwardness, but mom is pretty chill and the guys are both there. Dad's pretty nice. Um and then his he has two mm legitimate sons and one legitimate daughter verity um and his wife they're all there everybody's playing nice at this whole thing because her half-sister verity is also there competing so katie is doing really really well um but she's super fixated on beating verity's time and she winds up missing a jump
0: Mm. and she
1: falls and it's really really bad Mm. So that's how her point of view ends at that chapter is she hits her head super hard, and she blacks out. Um, so <laughs> Carl's point of view, my notes say it's a fucking shit show. It's really bad. Um, so Katie wakes up and she is screaming. Samson is really hurt. Um, the vet says it that if if the horse can't stand up, he's he's dead. Like, they can't move him. He has to stand if they're going to get him. To a hospital, but even then, a horse with a broken leg, he might not make it. So, it's a whole thing. Carl and her dad get the horse. Rick. I I used to have a
2: therapy client who had two special needs horses. Special needs horse.
1: I don't know why I whispered that, but what's a special needs horse
2: like? They were truly, like, two horses that, like, without her love and attention and constant, like, making sure they had everything they needed, they would not have survived that long. Like, they were, like, fucking blind and their, like, their legs needed braces sort of deal. Like, I don't
1: understand that.
2: It was a lot. It was... So much.
1: I mean, in fairness, I have a a dog who's paralyzed that we change his diapers every day, and we have a cat with epilepsy, but that feels like a horse is massive. Like, that just feels like so much more than a 10-pound dog and a 6-pound cat.
2: Well, and she, like, when we first started working together, she had said, she's like, my dream has always been to, like, have my own land with my horses. And I am afraid I'll, like, by the time I'm financially stable enough to— do that they won't be alive
1: did you tell they her to won't. hit up sugar well
2: okay no i didn't <laughs> that's really where i zagged. where i should have zagged um <laughs> she had fun She's like hey like she was like i think i'm gonna like go and like start actually like looking at some like houses with property i found a realtor who like specializes in like n- like la- like needing land and like mm-hmm. getting it and blah 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 and so she comes to sessions next week, and I was like, how'd it go? She's like, not great, Chelsea. Not great at all. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, well, d- mm. oh what oh, what happened? And she's like what, like, what breed was it? Like German Shepherds or some shit? She's like, the house I went and looked at, they had an underground dog fighting ring where they were breeding the dogs. Oh, my God. And I was like, to be fair, that's really not on me. I was, like, I was like I could not have
1: How could I have predicted that?
2: Yeah. I was like this is not um this is not on me. Um but yeah. So I'm very Is Samson my favorite character in this book? He's my favorite character. I really think he is. Yeah. Horses
1: are the shit, man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um but so Samson's leg is very broken. He's very hurt. Katie's leg is also very broken, and she is very hurt. Um, If you hear thunder,
2: it's thunder. (laughs) I would like, if we ever have merch, I think that needs to be on something. (laughs) Like a a mug or a fanny pack, maybe? Yeah, like a good crossbody with a quote on it. I, I really wish, like... I don't know when we reviewed like pen pal and it was like the entire book was like ominous, creepy rain and wind and thunder and lightning. Like if the weather could have cooperated with us, it would have been better, would have been great. I don't, I don't need the thunder when we're talking about Samson because it feels too ominous. And I really need Samson to survive.
1: (laughs) I'm not invested in the book, but I am invested in Samson and I need him to live is what you're telling me. Yes. I understand. So she begs Carl to go with Samson. God bless America. Um, and so he does. They get him to the hospital. They get him into surgery. And Dad, her dad asks Carl to tell him about his daughter. He's like, tell me everything you know. He's like, well, what do you want to know? And he's like, literally everything.
2: Like, I know nothing about my daughter. Yeah,
1: tell me everything.
2: <sighs> so we
1: are back to Katie's point of view. We are almost done. We are so close. We are so close. And yet, maybe not. So, um, Carl and Rick handle her recovery. Um, they wait on her hand and foot. There's a line in there about how they do everything for her, including wiping her shitty ass. Um
2: Samson. She broke. Did she break her arms as well?
1: Well, so the way that her leg broke was so severe that she it that was she can't of
2: recovery that she can't reach her. I, ass. Don't, I didn't ask. <laughs> Just like logistically, <laughs> I know. I, this book has led to several logistics <laughs> questions.
1: Um, yeah, yeah,
2: but yeah, I'm like. In, like unless she broke her back and her like and her leg, but I'm like, I'm if I break my leg, I just need to clarify with my husband. Now I do plan on wiping my <laughs> own ass. I don't. <laughs> My I could have lived I, without that. I just looked over at my husband and he was like making a wiping, scooping mode. Why are you scooping? What the <laughs> fuck are you scooping? <laughs> oh, God. I really could have lived without all of that. Hannah's oh. like, I don't need to know what y'all do when we stop recording the podcast. Bubbles. It's my safe word. Make it stop. Are you feeling unsafe? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Anyway.
1: So, they are really, really focused on taking care of her. They're very sweet. Samson gets moved to her father's property, and Verity takes over his care. So, they start actually mending fences. She starts to trust Verity to take care of Samson.
2: So, Verity wasn't actually, like, being a malicious asshole when she started, like, to be nice and ask questions. She was actually just, like, trying to build a relationship with her sister. She
1: really was, and Katie was being a bit of a cunt, yes. Um... So, as the guys are caring for her, she's like, oh my God, they would make amazing dads.
2: And then she decides to stop taking her birth control. So, then she's— Is that something like she, like, tells them, or is that, like, a surprise? It's a surprise. Okay.
1: So, um, they um basically, she watches them fuck a lot, but she can't really participate. Um
2: That— feels more likely than the wiping of the ass.
1: (laughs) Right? So um, then she tells them she's well enough. (laughs) (laughs) No. We're also going to have to have some kind of merch that has just Vance's hand doing
2: a weird little curl. (laughs) Hannah looked over and Vance and I were making eye contact, just doing the weird scooping motion. I'm like, what the fuck is this?
1: You were doing it. I'm I get to say what the fuck. You do not.
2: No, eat. I felt it though. Like as I did it, I was like, I don't know what's happening here.
1: Nothing good. You
0: <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh. no. Do you remember the um
2: the no. outtakes from Parks and Rec where it was Chris Pratt and he's like, was he like at the doctor or something? And he's like, sometimes I just wipe and wipe. It's like a marker. Yes. So good. All right. Sorry.
1: They're building
2: fences. Yeah. Metaphorical, emotional fences. Yeah.
1: Katie stops taking her birth control. And then when she's well enough, they bang it out. And then she tells them that she does want a baby. Four months later, she's pregnant. Everyone is very, very happy. It's all amazing. And then it's the epilogue. (laughs) nothing happened in this
2: whole book. What? It's the epilogue. And Samson's okay, right? Samson is okay. Okay.
1: So, we actually get to that. So, she um her dad wound up buying the farm for Katie and giving it to her. Um and so they have finally moved Samson to the new farm. Everything is looking great. Um it's Katie's birthday. She is very very pregnant she goes into labor the end i didn't even talk about the water sports because that was in there <laughs> i felt like we, we had enough fluids and situations going on i didn't want to
2: include i don't that. know what i expect you to say when you said <laughs> we didn't even talk about the blank but water sports was not. <laughs>
1: you know what? That's a euphemism for, right?
2: I do. But okay, growing up please in Florida, don't make me say it. <laughs> growing up in Florida, I just keep yeah. thinking of like kneeboarding. <laughs> I was gonna say skimboarding. <laughs> You're like, I just think of like some good lake water activities. Uh, no, that wasn't. That's not. Do you think our listeners know what you're referring to, Hannah? Or do you think you should know. explain it just in case? I would
1: really rather not. But, I mean, I guess. Water sports river refers to, like, a golden shower situation. Um, Google that. I'm not going to give you any more. Oh, my God. So, there's a new
2: show on Netflix called How to Build a Sex Room. Oh, yeah. I watched the first, like, episode and a half. Yeah. I think— Honestly, the thing for me is that like the like you'll like it's like one one sex room is finished per episode, but you meet someone, then they like start the sex room, but then you have to watch the next episode to finish it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to commit. I just want to watch one the one full sex room, right? Built, right? Yes, I've watched a little bit of it.
1: Well, there's one episode with a uh, polyamorous group. individuals and there's like six of them or seven of them oh wow that's that's it does feel like a lot and they want a room they don't live together but they are all together and that was very ominously punctuated by the thunder
2: it really Um,
1: was and so like if you've seen the show, you know, like the designer goes in, she wants to know, like, what's everybody's fetish? What's every, what does everybody want to see in the room? And one of the girls is like, um, I really think that a drain on the floor would be really helpful. And she's like, Oh, okay. So for, for what? And the girl's like, Water sports. <laughs> it helps with the fluids. I was like,
2: Ah. You know, I will say, if you're going through the effort of getting a sex room built and you're into water sports. Get a drain. Yes. Yeah. Because to spend all of that money on a sex room and then be like, oh, now the fluids are everywhere. Right. Not ideal. Not ideal one bit. <laughs> yeah.
1: The more that we say the word fluids, the more I hate that word.
2: Fluids. It depends on the context. Yeah. I don't think there's any context where I like nibble. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, So how, how do you want to rate sugar daddies? Because just just to recap, they're looking for a sugar baby. They find someone they like. They ultimately all decide to be in a relationship together. Her horse is fine and gets its own farm. Mm -hmm. They have a baby. Mm -hmm. The end. Nailed it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could do... uh, There were a lot of dildos involved. I mean, we could do dildos. We could do horses. We could do saddles. Saddles? Saddles. Saddle feel right.
2: I don't know. Horses are large. I don't even know if this one is one whole horse.
1: It might not be. We'll do saddles. So,
2: glue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. So, what? How many fluid ounces of glue?
2: Oh, fuck. Um, how many interns? How many? How many Monica Lewinsky's? How many mirrors? Um, we really, we have a lot of options and no options. We have a lot of options and no options. Yeah. Let's just do,
1: fuck it. Let's just do horses. We'll go out of three. It's a half a horse. It's the back half of a horse.
2: It's just the (laughs) mane. It's the back half of a horse. Um i mean i like i could go one horse it's a hoof <laughs> mm. Mm. yeah I'll, I'll give you all four hooves okay not the attached legs
1: sure just well samson's is pretty fucked <laughs> anyway so i mean he lives but he can't be ridden
2: oh yeah yeah four hooves is my final offer but I didn't read the book so I I mean
1: the thing about this book is it's terrible
2: yeah yeah it is
1: and I wanted to like it I really did because I thought the premise was interesting but
2: but you didn't like
1: it. I didn't. So, yeah, it's the back half of one horse out of... Uh,
2: out of three? Uh, out
1: of five. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at a solid point 10%. five star. We're, we're looking at a solid 10% is what we're looking at.
2: Yeah. Final offer. Yep. Let us know what y'all think. Let us... Oh, gosh, this book. Okay. Or don't. (laughs) Or, yeah, those are are your options.
1: We can let this book lie,
2: if we're honest.
1: It's really up to you. I'm comfortable where it is.
2: (laughs) You're like, I think we can move on to discussing other books and be done with this one. So this is where we will leave you, as we will not be circling back. No, we won't. To Sugar daddies. Nope. Good night and good luck.
0: Have a good day. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's Sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay spotty.